in your homeless. That's not the story for any immigrant group that comes into this country. None. And, and, and remember last night we talked about a choice that immigrants make to side with the white supremacists. They don't want to be siding with us because they, they claim they don't want, they're afraid to be treated like us. So that's the people that you want to make as your friend. The people that did all that. You know what I'm saying? I'm always saying, point me to the people who's most marginalized in any country. I want to go be their friend. And nine to nine ten is always going to be the black people or somebody extremely dark. That's going to be my friend. So for instance, you go to a place like Mexico, the, the black Mexicans, indigenous people like the Oaxacans. Let me go holler at them. I don't want to talk to the white looking ones. I want to talk to them. I just did an interview last night on, on um on my Phyllis Scott Show channel, and I found out about, you know, the black Filipinos. And I said, see, I said, that's part of what I want to do is go travel the world and go connect with black people no matter where we at. Because a lot of us is indigenous to a lot of these countries, and that's never shown, right? The thing is, is that we have always been a people who have always tried to help people and not put anybody down. No, that's continued. Now, Oklahoma State Rep. Regina Godwin, whose great-grandfather was a well-known businessman in Greenwood at the time of the massacre, also spoke during the news conference. And this particular sister said, it's the court that holds the key in the cage of justice, and we've been waiting for 102 years for them to unlock it. How crazy is that? And then we have to think about all the folks and what they lost lost lives, folks were uh, deceased. They said, this generational injustice, yesterday and tomorrow, will be met by generational right. We ain't going nowhere. That's what the sister said. And she has a right to say that because you do need to fight for the battles that Black America has to fight. Black America has its own task. And right now, the battle for black America is that we got to finish the work. See, one group of brothers and sisters fought to end slavery. Another group of brothers and sisters, you know, fought uh, during the time of Reconstruction. Then they went through Jim Crow. They fought to end Jim Crow. They fought to end redlining. They fought to do all these things. Now it's our turn to finish the job. Reparations is the final frontier for black America. And if black America get reparations, the diaspora is going to get reparations. Just like when Black America got the Civil Rights Act, a lot of nations in the African continent was given their independence right around that same time. So it's a big benefit to the whole Black world that Black people get reparations. This is why we tell people who immigrate here, we talk about those in the Black community, just be an ally. And if you, if you don't understand it, just... Just work hard, build your life, be good. Because we got to fight that. One thing we won't do is I won't do it. I won't go to nobody's country and tell them what they should and should not be getting. No, I'm happy to be there. I'm going to be a great guest. I'll contribute what I can, but I'm never going to get involved in your, your fights unless you ask me a question. And I'm still, because I want to respect your homeland, right? But this is the deal here. We have to be so laser-focused on lineage-based reparations. We can't stop talking about it. 
we can't get distracted with side quests like a video game because we get distracted with side quests. For instance, I hear a lot of conversations with people talking about um, Pan-Africanism. Now, there is a form of Pan-Africanism that I don't like. There's a form of Pan-Africanism where you have a bunch of dusty, uh, scammy people, male and female, who's using Pan-Africanism to try to get a bag, right? And that's wrong. And what I mean by get a bag is it's done on scammy means. It's not even nothing to to help enrich them. It's not to give them an actual connection with the continent or let them know what's really going on or, or whatever, right? It, it, it's, it's none of that. It's scam. Now, I practice a form of Pan-Africanism. Now, what is my form of it? Because everybody's form is different. I believe Pan-Africanism, this is my belief, not what y'all other people say, this is my belief. I believe that Black people globally should work together. Those who don't want to, throw them away. Those who want to, work with them. When you're working with other people, it doesn't mean you throw away your ethnic group. For instance, I feel more Black American when I am over there. Or any country I am in the world, I feel more Black American. I am at that time a representative of Black America because people come to me and ask me questions about Black America. So I want to give them the best answer I can. How many times have y'all seen me on African Network interviewing? And I always speak up and talk about Black America. I don't put down our ethnic group. I don't talk crazy about our ethnic group. I don't say, oh, y'all, y'all better than us. I don't do none of that. I speak up and speak out because I love my group of people. Doesn't mean I can't work with other people in the diaspora, just like a person from South Africa. I would expect a, a brother or sister that's Zulu to put down Zulu people just because they working with other groups of black people. That's stupid. We have a vast diversity of culture in the black world. And all our culture should be respected. All our culture should be celebrated. Nobody's culture is better than others. Nobody. And that's how I view in my company. I work with people that's right here in America every day, black women and black men. I have more black women on the team than black men. And shout out to all the great sisters that I work with, whether they're here in America or in the continent of Africa. I got brothers that's on the team as well that's working with me. So I work with people every day from different countries. And that's a beautiful thing. So just because you believe that black people should unify and work together doesn't mean you put down your ethnic group, doesn't mean you don't fight for reparations. Because I always have asinine people say, well, you believe in Pan-African, because I see an African diaspora channel. Okay, does that mean I don't fight for black America anymore? I'm not a black American? Does that Has that stopped? I don't care how many trips I take to the motherland. I don't care if I move there tomorrow. I'm still going to be a black American. That is, I was born in the United States of America, Port Arthur, Texas. That's not going to ever get away from me. Period. I'm always going to have somebody here in America I would have to see. I mean, not every black person going to move abroad. That's call it what it is, and that's not going to happen. Unless something really happened where they have to have a mass exodus. But if it's not that, that's to be realistic. So we should fight for what's right for our ethnic group. It's just that simple. 
Because I think that some of that conversation is side quests. And sometimes I see you get so focused on side quests that you're not keeping your, 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 your focus on reparations, lineage-based reparations. That's what the focus got to stay. Because one thing white supremacy is good at is distractions. If he can keep you on the several side quests and a side quest, then you're not focusing on the prize. Because one thing about black people, historically, when we get laser focused on one thing, or we, we get it done. We will go through hell and high water to get that thing done. Like the brothers and sisters doing the civil rights movement. They were laser focused on getting some freedom for black people. And when you're laser focused, it don't matter what people that got taken out, you still laser focused. It wasn't about a leader, it was about the code at the time, and they got things done. <laughs> Even white supremacists had to re-strategize after the civil rights movement because they wait a minute. We killed King, we King killed X, and that made them martyrs. That made them larger than life. If they had left Martin Luther King alone, we wouldn't have a Dr. King holiday if they had left him alone. Malcolm X's name wouldn't be as big as it is today if they would have left him alone. You understand? If you take somebody out, you make them a martyr and you make them almost a deity to a lot of people because they see the sacrifice they made for the community. Was Dr. King perfect? Nope. Was Malcolm X perfect? Nope. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad created, you know, everything with the nation, and, and he solidified history for sure. Honorable Elijah Muhammad did a lot for black people. But when you talk about the nation, nine times out of ten people are going to talk about Malcolm X or right after him, Mr. Farrakhan, for the most part. Maybe Khalid Muhammad, another one. They'll talk about him. But they strategize and say, okay, we got to regroup. We understood the black family was the key. We got to destroy the black family. We got to get them on drugs. We got to do all kinds of things to them. See, the white supremacists stayed on the attack, and that was our problem. We didn't stay laser focused because that group should have stayed laser focused. Once they got that, we crossed over that hurdle. The next hurdle was reparations, but they just parted in BS. And unfortunately, crack, you know, they allowed the crack epidemic and all that other mess came in. Bill Clinton's uh, 1994 crime bill, mass incarcerated uh, a lot of black people, and, and so on this history. But now we have to be laser focused. And notice the Democrat Party is silent about this. You would think the Democrat Party would be like, you know what? We need to get in on this. We need to talk about this case. We need to spend party funds to help the lawyers, etc. Because the black people are kind of shaky with us, and we need to let them know that we are the party of uh, civil rights. And, then, and one thing I told you, Democrats and Republicans, they both agree. They don't want black people to be made whole. It don't matter, it don't matter what party it is. But it, we don't need them to, 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 for that. Because they, they didn't want us on the plantation. They didn't want us out of Jim Crow. So surely they, they, don't, they don't want us to have reparations, but we're going to get reparations. We're going to call those things that be not as though they were. But we speak spiritually. And then when you speak in the spirit, it's going to manifest in the physical. That's how life works. There's been many times I when I didn't have what nothing I have today, I said, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. As a self-fulfilling prophecy. And a lot of things I said, has happened. A lot of them. I'm enjoying some of the fruits right now of the things I said years ago when I was starting my platform in the bathroom 
of my of my small apartment. So you can speak things into existence. And the white supremacists can't stand and we get laser focus on something, we 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 get it done. Now, the white supremacists expect black people to go home crying about this, but no. We said now we fight harder. We don't cry. We assess what happened and we go hard. It's like we didn't cry about affirmative action. That shocked them. You don't cry about something that didn't benefit you. You fight harder for lineage-based reparations. Now, because of the Supreme Court, what they said has actually helped the fight for lineage-based reparations. When they called you freedmen, when they called you descendants of slaves, now they delineated you. And only the freedmen or the descendants of slaves is the only people that can get reparations. So that Supreme Court decision helped black people more than what they thought. Because once they use those uh, dissents and all of that, you can use that in your reparations case that we are a distinct group of people. They can't. We see that race can't be used, but lineage can. So we should continue to fight, pay attention to this case. All you, so once again, as I said earlier, all you Ivy League lawyers, where you at? Johnny Cochran, before he died, he was going to file a case of reparations. We all at? Continue. Johnny Cochran is one of, the, one of the greatest black attorneys that's ever lived. Shoot, I wish he would have been a Supreme Court justice. He, he was the man. But we got to continue to fight for our community. The final frontier is reparation. And we got to stay laser focused on that. Gotta keep on. Gotta be strong for her kids and her grandkids. Today, Thursday. Today, Wednesday, third Thursday. I'm in this group chat with the kids, and I'm letting them know that the check didn't come. Mama's checks didn't come, and I'm hoping Nini. I'm hoping Nini made out her her slips. It looks like that she didn't. Hold on, right now. 
everybody out there having a ball. I ain't gonna mess with them because I'm gonna be in here for a little while. I can see them from the window, so they safe. But yeah, Dion, you gonna be all right. He's the oldest and he's the only boy. He gotta be strong for his sisters and his niece and nephews. And I'll do everything I can for him to do right by my girl. Cause she had good kids and they all, they all like me. I didn't think Jayla liked me at first, but shit. I remember last, last year during the little get together, the heat was beating down on me and I didn't realize I was falling down. Came pick me right up. It's a strong woman too. I knew then she and I were cool for anybody to do that and you know I know what's going on with um, my other channel it's not staying on I'm trying to clean up this purple grinder that Nini liked she barely used it Make sure it doesn't have any residue or anything. Put it on the store. What's up, you two? You had a good time outside? I heard you barking your heads off. You have a good time? Oh, little big, you need a bath tomorrow. Yes, you do. Yeah, you smell like straight up outside dog. I can't add that. That, that, that. That's an assault on my nose. So, guess who's getting in the tub tomorrow? Yes, your little propeller tail ass. Uh, you wouldn't be so so excited if you knew exactly what I was talking about. Well, I don't know, because you don't give me a hard time. Yeah, I hear you. Bless you, sweetheart. Bless you. Lily, are you about to talk? What, what do you want? Huh? Is that right? How many you want? How many you want? Hmm? I know you want it, but why don't you tell me how many you want? Just one? Okay. I'll give you one. You each get one. Oh, wait a minute now. Don't rush me now. Man, who are you talking to? Bossy? You don't boss me. Look, girl, I can't get up no faster to get the doggone bag now. You don't have to wait. Yeah, you're gonna have to wait. Shit. You got four legs. I got two. You can move twice as fast as I can. And turn on me down. I can't do all that shit. Now, where are your treats at?
Alexa's not acting right. Mimi made me fall in love with that damn thing. It's almost like chat GPT. I'm gonna roll my blunt after I smoke this cigarette. Yeah, I know it's backwards, but that's just me. Hold on, let's see what Ray, uh, he's raffling off his car. If your shit's going by ES350, alright? Don't forget, I'm flying you guys in, plane ticket by me, or if you guys are close enough, I will drive that thing to you guys. Put that thing. supremacists thought that he could approach Dr. Sandy Darity with some ignorance and some ignorant propaganda that come from right-wing think tanks and right-wing media. I want you to hear how Dr. D think tanks and right-wing media. I want you to hear how Dr. Darity puts this white supremacist. What's going on with um, another channel? It's not staying on. Trying to clean up this purple grinder that Nini liked. She barely used it. I'll make sure it doesn't have any residue or anything. Put it on the store. What's up, you two? You had a good time outside? I heard you barking your heads off. You have a good time? Oh, little big, you need a bath tomorrow. Yes, you do. Yeah, you smell like straight up outside dog. And you know, I can't add that. That, that, that That's an assault on my nose. So, guess who's getting in the tub tomorrow? Yes, your little propeller tail ass. Uh, you wouldn't be so... So excited if you knew exactly what I was talking about. Well, I don't know, because you don't give me a hard time. Yeah, I hear you. Bless you, sweetheart. Bless you. Lily, are you about to talk? What, what do you want? Huh? Is that right? How many you want? How many you want? Hmm? 
I know you want it, but why don't you tell me how much you want? Just one? Okay. I'll give you one. You each get one. Now, wait a minute now. Don't rush me now. Man, who are you talking to? Bossy? You don't boss me. Look, girl, I can't get up no faster to get the doggone bag now. You're gonna have to wait. Yeah, you're gonna have to wait. Shit. You got four legs. I got two. You can move twice as fast as I can. And turn on the time. I can't do all that shit. Oh, where are your treats at? I was about to say, did you jack the bag? I know you finagled the bag and knocked it down the last time. Got you all kinds of treats. Oh, oh. Can I close the door? Let me close the damn door. Damn. Alright, so. What's up, Alexis? She ain't acting right. I don't like it when my Alexis not acting right. Mimi made me fall in love with that damn thing. It's almost like Chat GPT. I'm gonna roll my blunt after I smoke this cigarette. Yeah, I know it's backwards, but that's just me. Hold on, let's see what Ray, uh, he's raffling off his car. supremacist thought that he could approach Dr. Sandy Darity with some ignorance and some ignorant propaganda that comes from right-wing think tanks and right-wing media. I want you to hear how Dr. D think tanks and right-wing media. I want you to hear how Dr. Darity puts this white supremacist committed more heinous crimes than the white supremacists. I mean, it's just bottom line. That's why I say it's funny they try to project who they are on someone else. The white supremacists are the one that have people on edge going into schools and malls and churches, etc., to go shoot up the place. It's white supremacists doing that. That's their community. But then they got the nerve talking about black people. Why you worry about black people's crime or black people uh, having children? They have nothing to do with you. It's, it, it's, there's a propagandistic mechanism that's afloat about 
you know, black illegitimacy and black criminality. Um, I guess it depends on what kind of crime you have in mind. Uh, if we think about which community in the United States has the highest degree of history of violence, that's un unquestionably white Americans. We live rent free in their in in goofy minds. Instead of trying to fix their own community and get down that criminality and violence and drug use and everything else, they worry about black folk. But let me know what y'all think about what Dr. Darity said. Like I said, that's the way you, you clap back at white supremacy. You just give them the history. Because the history is the truth. Yep. 